gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Jody Mayo and you're listening to the Inside Street Photography Podcast. Today is January 17th, 2024 and I welcome you. As we typically do, let's relax for 10, 15, 20 seconds and feel the music come through us, through the earphones, through your speakers, however it is that you're listening to this and uh, I'll be right back. Gentlemen, Jody Mayo here. So glad to be behind the microphone. Uh, love the fact that this is episode number three uh, in in the new year, 2024. Three episodes for January. That's a good sign, right? And uh, today I have something very interesting to talk about. You know, I'm trying to figure out what trajectory to go in with the podcast, and there are so many things we can talk about. And um, today. Over the last few days, I had a lot of things that I wanted to discuss. I'm like, okay, what should the show be about? But there was one particular thing that happened to me uh, that sort of got my blood boiling. Uh, and I figured, why not talk about it here? Because this is what it's all about, right? We're, we're here to talk about uh, street photography in the context of how we feel. It's not just about the capture. It's really about the reason why we take the photos. Um, you know, the, 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 our state of mind, the, the, the place that we're in and all those great places. So in any event, uh, so let me, let me give you a little bit of a, of, of a backstory and I just lost my computer screen. There we go. Um, I posted a photo on a very prominent international, uh, street photography, uh, page, Facebook page. It has, I don't know, 50 plus thousand people on it. And I posted a picture of a cat, a black cat sitting on a roof with the backdrop of a very, very, very old house with a, just a patina of old world. And this this town happened to be the, 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 the town my father was born in. Uh, now, for those of you who listen to this podcast and follow me online, uh, my family is originally from Abruzzo, which is a, a beautiful region in central Italy. And my dad was born in a town called Prezza, and uh, Prezza sits on the side of a mountain overlooking the valley uh, where the town where I grew up stands. It's called uh, Sulmona. So that's called the Valle Peligna, the Peligna Valley. And my father's town was the first town to build a castle back in 800, not 1800. 800. So this this town has a thousand plus years of history uh, that's part of what this town is, what it means, what it's all about. So I, anytime I go back to Abruzzo, so that's, that's where I go. I go visit my aunt. There's very few people that are still uh, alive in my family that still live there. So I went back and I always love uh, sort of walking through the small little streets of this mountain town and uh, trying to capture photos of whatever it is that's left there. Unfortunately, a lot of people have passed away. Uh, many people just choose not to live anymore. And even though the town is doing okay, it's suffering from what so many of the other towns uh, in, in, in that sort of central southern part of Italy are suffering from. People just don't live there anymore. So towns that used to be full of people are now emptying, and there are some places just have nobody living there, and they become ghost towns. So to cut to the chase, I ended up posting a photo of this cat 
And uh, my caption was simply, you know, one of my favorite and in, uh, in challenging photography exercises when in Italy is trying to photograph stray cats in my father's hometown of Prezza in beautiful Abruzzo. Some cats are friendly, but most are squeamish and skeptical about the humans who feed them all the time. My father's hometown sits on the side of a mountain, so being at eye level with the top of a roof is very doable depending on where you stand. This black cat was as curious about me as I was about him. Luckily, he stood still long enough for me to capture him in his rooftop glory. All right. Now, obviously, I could have made that post a lot longer, and uh, perhaps I should have even contextualized the history of the town more. But if you look at the photo, it just has a very old patina, and you wouldn't know if the if the photo was taken yesterday or if it was taken 30 years ago. And the cat is symbolic of a town that's deteriorating. There, you can go in so many different directions with this. I get a, uh, uh, a removed uh, from Facebook um, rebuttal from the, one of the admins. It says, you've received one warning from admins in the past 90 days. This is the first time this has happened to me. And the feedback is, animal photography is not street photography. Now, I didn't go out to a safari. I didn't go out into the woods to take a photo of an animal. This was done within the context of a certain environment that elicits certain feelings and emotions. And there's something there that's very human. The house, the fact that things are worn and not maintained anymore. And I'm in a place where humans from day to day, if you, if you go back, goodness, I remember being a kid and walking through this town and uh, it was full of life. I remember being a child walking through those streets with my dad and uh, people everywhere coming out of their house, uh, out of their houses, they would sit on the front step and there were people that were born in the late 1800s, early 1900s. This is part of what I grew up with when I lived in Italy. So this town means a lot. And ultimately, how much of a story do you need to attach to a photo before somebody can make a statement that, oh, this is not street photography. So, so the question today is, what is street photography and what are the limits of the genre? And I would think that photographing an animal, a human being, a picture with nothing in it, with a bicycle, all of this qualifies as street. I think there needs to be some sort of element um, that together gives us a sense of a certain place and time and whatever the case might be. And listen, we could do a, a 13 shows. That was a random number. But we can do whatever, 100 shows uh, to talk about, you know, what, what, what street photography is and what it means to us as individuals and how we interpret it and uh, how, we perceive, uh, how we perceive it. So interestingly enough, the, um, they gave me this feedback. It says, animal photography is not street photography. And then they gave me one of the group rules that was broken, all right? And then it was a definition of street photography taken from Wikipedia. Street photography is an art that features unmediated chance encounters within a public space. Okay, so, so far, this was an unmediated chance encounter in a public space. Street photography does not necessitate the presence of a street or even the urban environment. All right, we're good with that. Street photography might be absent of people, 
and key and can be an object or environment where the image project a decidedly human character or aesthetic. And it just says Wikipedia. So first and foremost, I'd like to say the fact that somebody has to copy and paste a Wikipedia definition of what street photography is when it's so much broader than that is, is mind boggling. And this particular site has this particular uh, Facebook page has a lot of members on it. It's insane how popular this page is. And for them to come back with something like this is, is mind boggling. This is narrow. Besides the fact, if you're going to give me this definition of street photography and then reject my photo and nothing of what you say here goes against what I posted, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. So one of the important things, and maybe this is the reason why I do this podcast, it's so incredibly important to be able to post a photo and yes, a, a photo speaks a thousand words. I had posted, um, I had posted a, a photo of, of, of an old abandoned home, the interior of an old abandoned home on my personal Facebook page. And one of my friends from grade school replied back, goes, gee, Joe, you know, a, a, a picture is really worth a thousand words. I said, yes, and a picture with some context in, in a brief little description is worth 10,000 words. So there's an opportunity for us to be able to discuss what the photo really means. And that's why I do this project. That's why this is so incredibly important to me. And it, you know, and granted, I didn't reply back. They, they, I could, I could care less if they decide to keep my photo or not, or if they take me off the site, obviously I need to be respectful of their rules. And I am, but to come back with this garbage, and tell me that this is not street photography, I don't know what to tell you. So one of the things that we need to do here is I need to link these podcast episodes with an opportunity for you to link with me so we can actually have a conversation. And the way to do that is to go to InsideStreetPhotography.com. I just finally published my website. It's at very beginning stages. So when you land on InsideStreetPhotography.com, if you click on quick links, you'll see on the drop down, it'll say Facebook private page. So if you, uh, if you go a private group, rather, if you go there and you click on that, it'll take you right to uh, my page. Please ask to be part of it. And then what I will do within the next few days, I will actually put a post that kind of follows up with this discussion. I'm going to post the photo and the reply from this page, and I would love to get your feedback on it. And uh, your feedback is worth so much to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not here just because I can record into a microphone. I have the, the equipment and the skills to do this. It doesn't necessarily mean I'm right in what I say, but I'm telling you, it made my blood boil. You know, maybe I'm a little bit more emotional about this because it has to do with my, with my family's town and the fact that I'm deeply, deeply, deeply Italian in so many ways, and this is part of my heritage and all that. But let's strip that away for a moment. Uh, I think the photo... Uh, is street photography and somebody is telling me that it's not so that begs the question what is street photography and this is a podcast about being passionate i mean obviously you can hear it in my voice there's probably a little bit of a different uh <laughs> energy to me today which i think is a good thing but anyways uh you know that, that that's where we're at so you know you you travel the world and there are so many different opportunities to to capture life as it happens ultimately what does a photo of a cat sitting on a roof in an old Italian town mean to people? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? 
So ultimately, do you just post the photo and can it stand on its own? Can it stand? Uh, are you better off writing some sort of a caption to contextualize the photo? Is it okay to contextualize a photo in street photography? Or should the photo just stand on its own? I don't know. I guess that's my question. Unfortunately with me, or fortunately, I'm driven by putting a context around things. It's great to see a photo and say, oh, look, at I love the, the, the composition. I love the colors in the photo and the way the cat is standing there and you can see its yellow eyes looking at you and this and that. But it's another one to have a photo that is, is graphically pleasing. It's pleasing. It's visually pleasing to, to the eye. To the to the to the uh, or to our senses, but there's so much to understand behind it all. That one photo, I could write a book on what that one photo means, because now all the town of Prezza in beautiful Abruzzo, my dad's hometown, uh, it's a town that's still doing okay relative to other places. But there are other places where the only thing that is present is cats. That's it. There's nothing else in the towns. They've been abandoned. So that in of itself makes a statement about our society, about the fact that there's no, no longer life present in a place that was once full of life. And we as street photographers need to document this, whether we're street photographers, documentary photographers, whatever, whatever it is that you want to call us, it's so incredibly important to make sure that we, uh, we, we do this. So again, I ask you if you if I if you could please join the Facebook page or send me a message. You can always reach out to me uh, at Joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. Again, Joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. And as I say all the time, if you're listening to this podcast, whether you've been a fan for a while, whether you just started listening, please take the time to reach out to me and introduce yourself. I love meeting people from all over the world, and I'm so incredibly fortunate to be able to tell you that this podcast is listened to, last time, last time I checked, was 41 different countries. And I cannot tell you how happy that makes me to be able to reach out to this many people, to this many street photographers all around the world. And uh, I think it's absolutely wonderful. And, uh, and again, it goes back to that idea of trying to understand what is street photography and how wide is this genre? Where are the boundaries you know, so if we break down this photo, yes, if, if this photo, I took another photo of a cat um, that was set in the wild. We were in Italy in the mountains and there was obviously a cat that, you know, lived in the woods. It was, uh, they call them feral cats. And I caught him or her in the act of, I think he had seen, he, he or she had seen a mouse and I kind of caught them in, in the act of, you know, getting ready to attack and that was in the context, it was in the woods, in the grass. Uh, that, to me, is not street photography. I get that. This cat, it's a different story. This cat is sitting on top of a roof in a place that was, you know, full of life at one time. And whether there are people living there or not, the photo can be interpreted whichever way suits you. You can say, oh goodness, look at that old house. So you can say, look at how run down that house looks. Does anybody live there? Oh, how, how did Joe 
get it eye level with the cat. Here's an interesting thing. So here we are. One of the things that I wrote down was the fact that if you're in a town, and, and mind you, this is part of understanding um, the, the technique of street photography, how we go about our craft. So if somebody were to say to me, oh goodness, Joe, where could I go to take pictures of cats on rooftops within the context of some sort of urban environment? Well, you know what? If you go to my dad's hometown in Abruzzo, and there, there are so many other towns like that all over central and southern Italy, towns that are on a mountain, you're basically walking uphill. So, you know, imagine starting, the, the town starts at the bottom of the hill, and you have to walk up the mountain to get to the top of the of the of the um, of the town. So, depending on where you are, you could be at eye level with the roof, or sometimes you're way above the roof. So you have an incredible opportunity to capture life, anything, whether it's people, cats, dogs, uh, with a different viewpoint. These are things that we normally don't have. So, if anything, this is also a lesson uh, on where to go to take a photograph of something from a different perspective. Yet, I'm told, and according to Wikipedia, I repeat that street photography is an art that features unmediated chance encounters within a public space. Street photography does not necessi necessitate the presence of a street or even the urban environment. Street photography might be absent of people and can be an object or environment where the image projects a decidedly human character or aesthetic. I, listen, I'm, I'm making fun of Wikipedia here, but it's, it's well it's well said, but you could honestly have another 16 paragraphs to this to, to further refine it. Or maybe there are some sub-genres sub of, of, of street photography, perhaps. I don't know. At some point, you can't get too, uh, uh, you can't get too granular with this because ultimately it still comes down to interpretation. So anyways... I'm going to leave it at that. I want to make this a long show. I hope you appreciate this. And please go to InsideStreetPhotography.com. Uh, for those of you who have been following me and who message me all the time, I thank you. I really, really thank you. And I've had such wonderful conversations. The Facebook page is up to 41 members. All right. It's very small, but it's growing. And I have some wonderful folks on there who, uh, you know, have become part of the day-to-day the -day, uh, conversation. And I'm incredibly thankful. But hold on, before I, I mention that, if you could just kindly um, please uh, go to InsideStreetPhotography.com and request to join the Facebook page, because that's where I can follow up on these podcasts and post what I'm talking about so that I can hear uh, your opinion. Uh, that means a lot to me. It really does. And then ultimately, uh, once you're on the page, you can meet uh, Tony Shelley, who's posted some wonderful photographs. And he, he does so many different things. And he's so incredibly well-traveled. And he's always engaging. And he's always posting photos. Um, you know, you can, uh, you'll bump into Reuven Gotts, who, phenomenal photographer. And uh, uh, who else, uh, you know, uh, there's Omer Chen, who's actually fighting in Israel right now. And every once in a while, he has the opportunity of posting something. So, you know, we have people from all over. And uh, recently, we have uh, Michael Abernathy, and he's always posting stuff and commenting and, uh, you know, thinking about stuff. And that's what, that's, that's, what, that's what this is all about. It's not just about posting the photo. It's really about getting inside our heads 
and understanding what, what we're doing, why we're doing it. And uh, even though I know some of us just get out there and they're looking for just visual stimulation captured on film or on an SSD card, uh, on an SD card, and that's it, that's the extent of it. Perhaps this is not the right place for you to hang out if you're a street photographer. We're looking for for conversations and interpretations and, and deep thought and uh, and understanding. And again, I'll say this over and over. I I crave understanding the human condition, and the way I do that is through street photography. The conversations that I have with people and people that I've met these last three, four years. All have to do with the fact that I, I now strap a camera around my neck or hold a camera in my hand, and that has opened up the doors to understanding people, uh, the the want, and now it's a need to, to make sure I, ch- I talk with people. I want to hear their story. So I think it deepens my sense of, uh, of self. It deepens my self of, you know, perhaps being more altruistic and caring about other people understanding their condition, their human condition, understanding myself better through my understanding of others. And I'm a big fan of the the more I understand how other people think, the more I understand myself. And I hope that street photography does that for you at some level and that we can get, I, I guess we can get more cerebral about street photography, you know, really. And Currently, I'm working on developing the uh, the um, InsideStreetPhotography.com page, uh, looking to, to have a place where I can post photos, where you can submit photos to me. We can have some sort of contest. Uh, obviously, this podcast is growing. I have to reach out to a few people to interview them, as I promised months ago, and I'll be working on that this week. Um, and what else? Uh, my goodness, perhaps doing photography courses, street photography courses in Boston. I plan on starting some street photography or, you know, I might even venture into a little bit of, I'm not a huge fan of landscape photography, but when you are in Abruzzo where I grew up, it's such an incredibly beautiful place that I might end up doing kind of a, a mix between mostly street photography by going in all, all little small towns and then also for those of us who do appreciate nature and, uh, and landscapes, uh, there's so much of that to do. And uh, sometimes I, I feel like I want to post some of those photos on the project. But, you know, again, a landscape photo is not street photography. You know, now, if that if that if it was a landscape of a person and, and uh, like an old home with the backdrop of mountains, then that sort of starts to become street photography. But again, I guess it really depends on the person. And let's let's join uh, the Facebook crowd and uh, and share, you know, and, and share how we feel about things. All right, I will leave it at that. I would like to thank everybody uh, who's been such a big part of uh, of the project. People who've been following me from day one, uh, people who reach out to me all the time, and uh, I need to figure out who's going to be on the podcast next. Will I ask Peter Mokers? I, I asked them a while ago. And I never followed up with him. So, Peter, I mention you again. Perhaps we should arrange uh, to have a conversation. Peter li- lives in Belgium, and uh, he is one of my top fans, and he's one of the people that communicates with me the most, and I'm so incredibly thankful for that. Uh, these are the ties that bind, my friends. We come together through photography, uh, through sharing somewhat of a like-minded mindset, uh, 
But again, having people from different places, different walks of life, different experiences, different cultures, different everything, that's what brings us all together. If we understand each other, uh, and if you've never even been, I've never been to Belgium, but I've, I've been to Europe, I grew up in Europe, I'm sure that in many ways, Peter and I share a lot of the same values and understanding of life. But if you're, if you're one of these people, say, who's always lived in, in, in the U.S., has never really traveled, perhaps, and you have no intent on traveling, it's just not your thing, you're afraid to get on a plane, whatever the case might be, uh, perhaps communicating with people through their photography and understanding where they're from and what they see, how they see it, why they see it the way they do, will help you expand your perspective on life. And ultimately, if you don't have contrast, if you don't have perspective, uh, it's difficult to grow as a human being. So I know I'm getting very deep, very philosophical, and very cerebral, but that's that's the goal of this project. You know, I know there are a lot of uh, podcasts out there that are absolutely wonderful that talk about the subject, lots of pages and websites, but that's what we're looking for here is to get deep into conversation and ultimately, uh, like I've said and promised uh, to have a lot less of me talking and hearing other people from around the world discussing this. And I did get some wonderful um, suggestions on Facebook about what direction to go in with the, with a podcast. And some people want to hear about technique and all of those wonderful things. I, I will do that. I'm growing. This has become the single most important thing for me to, to pursue now in 2024. And I need to create a business out of it because my livelihood depends on this now. The goal is going to be to, to create courses and meet with people internationally in Europe and here in Boston and uh, maybe do some street photography courses. And th there is so much to do. I just need to piece it together in a business plan and add one component at a time. And your feedback uh, means the world to me. Yesterday, for the first time ever, I actually did a product review, which I never in my life thought I would do. But as I'm trying to develop the business side of things, I said, you know what? Interestingly, if I'm a street photographer and I'm wondering, you know, what's the best neck strap or what's the best little gadget to use, I could be at value when it when it comes to that. So I, I reviewed a simple, it was a, a little a clip. Um, it's like a buckle clip that uh, you can actually attach your, attach your camera to. I'm a guy that, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but I have a wrist strap with my camera. And after three, four hours of walking a city, my hand really cramps up. I need a way to just be able to just have it hang from my neck and not worry about it. The problem is when you have your, uh, your camera on your neck or you need to move the, <clears throat> excuse me, you need to move the camera further away from you and it's strapped around your neck, you need to pull it off. I needed something, some sort of mechanism where you can just you know, switch it on and off. And for that matter, if I'm doing some photography that requires a, uh, a tripod, I can go from hand strap to neck strap to tripod with no issues. So I just found this one little gadget. It's called an Falcam F38 quick release buckle kit. And uh, that solved all my problems. So I want to share that with you. We as street photographers, um, there is nothing more worthy than having a very minimalist setup. We need to be light. There's, one, there's a reason why I don't carry all my lens with me anymore. I, don't, I just don't. I decide before I go out, I am going out with my 50 millimeter lens. The only thing I do do now is I carry a 50 millimeter and 
I would say yeah, 50% of the time, I will also bring my 24, the, the two prime lenses. That way, if I ever find a need, I just need a wider angle. At least I have an option for some, you know, particular situations. Otherwise, I try not to change the lenses. Plus, I have that paranoia of on a windy day, dust is going to blow into my sensor and mess things up. So I try not to disconnect any lenses while in the field. But ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jody Mayo. Thank you to each and every one of you for your passion, for this project, for loving street photography, for bringing us together. And again, please visit InsideStreetPhotography.com. Please email me and please say hello. Even if you just want to say hello, joe at InsideStreetPhotography.com. And until next time, I leave you with some beautiful music and I'll be back. Arrivederci.